Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. God bless you. This is Carlos Rivera. So I've entitled our gathering, God is greater. Romans chapter 8 verse 18 of God's word says this, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. See, God is greater than everything we're going through. And and according to Paul here in the book of Romans, what he's saying is that when we finally come into God's presence, we're going to realize that the suffering that we went through is nothing compared to his glory. Although the world is full of suffering, it's also full of overcoming. That's right. Every chance that we have to overcome, every difficulty that we face on a regular basis is an opportunity for us to walk in God's victory. See, suffering is inevitable. No one is exempt. As long as we're wearing these earth suits, as long as we're here on this planet, no one is exempt from suffering. We're all going to go through challenging times. We're going to go through heartbreak. We're going to go through disappointments. I mean, that's just part of life. See, we live in a fallen world that has turned from a holy God to its fleshly desires. So if we look around, we see it. It's all over our society. It's all over the everywhere. I mean, every day you can go out and see how things have shifted so hard away from God. You see, in this passage of scripture, Paul is emphasizing that no matter how much we suffer here, it doesn't even compare, hallelujah, to how greater God's glory will be. That's right. It won't even compare. It'll be so minimal compared to the greatness and the glory of God because God is greater than we can ever, ever imagine. Suffering is temporal. God's glory is eternal. Come on, somebody. That's right. The suffering we go through is just for a short amount of time, but the glory of God is for eternity. And I believe that when you're walking in God's presence and God's glory, I believe that wisdom uh, also helps us to put together plans and how to plan our time. And one of the things that we really have to be careful, even when it comes to the kingdom of God, is to make sure we don't spread ourselves too thin. That we don't keep going after so many things in so many different directions that we really get good at some of it, but not excellent the way we should be. In other words, don't spread yourself too thin. James 1 verse 8 says this, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You see, if you chase too many rabbits, you'll lose all of them. <laughs> so you can't, it's hard to, to try to grasp at so many things. We need to have God lead us and narrow things down so that we so we can be good at a lot of things or we can be great at just a few. See, a successful man once said, I've seen as many people fail from attempting too many things as I have from attempting too few. Sometimes we can do too much and we have to be careful when it comes to keeping our priorities and keeping our balance 
because sometimes we can even get caught up in good things, but then we get so caught up in them that we neglect other things. You know, I've seen so many cases where people involved in ministry get so caught up in ministry that sometimes they leave their loved ones behind. And we got to make sure that our first ministry, that our priority uh, is our families, right? Keep our families, our spouses first and our children next. And then, of course, after that, you have your job and your ministry, just all the things that God has given you. But we have to be careful that we don't spread ourselves too thin and then we're not as effective as we should be. Don't overload yourself. If you overload yourself, it will break your focus and take your eyes off what, the, uh, off what is most important. We want to make sure that we always keep first things first. See, find something worthy of consuming you and pour yourself into it. Become the best at a couple of things, not just a whole bunch of things, not just grasping at straws, but man, become good at a couple of things. Become excellent. Particularly at one thing, and that's how you become really, really, really efficient and good at something. See, I believe that when you do that, when you focus and you laser in on a certain area or a certain gift that you may have, you can become the very best in that area. The real reason people fail is broken focus. Absolutely. It's so easy to lose focus, to lose our train of thought, to lose the vision, right? It happens in marriage. It can happen at our jobs. It can happen in different relationships. It can happen all around us because initially when we started, we had the right vision and we had the right focus, but then we started looking to the left looking to the right, started getting distracted. That's what the devil wants to do. He wants to distract you so that he can break your focus. And of course, if that's the case, then he can render you ineffective. And I believe that can happen in every area, even in our finances. See, I believe that we need to become good stewards of what God has given us. That's right. Good stewards, because when you can become a good steward of your finances, then you'll be able to see the fruit in the rest of your life as well. See, manage your finances. Be a good steward of your finances. Romans 12, 11 says this, Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Mm, I love that. That's the New Living Translation of Romans chapter 12, verse 11. See, if you, if you don't control your spending, your spending will control you. And we, want, we gotta make sure that we're not overly impulsive, right? How to be really intentional about investing, about saving money as well, so that when an opportunity arises, you have the money to pay for it, not just have to put it on a credit card and go in debt. What you do with $10 is what you eventually do with 100. See, very important, what you do with a little is eventually what you'll do with a lot. And that's why sometimes People are blessed because we spend, uh, we don't manage our finances well, yet we want God to bless us as we're getting ourselves in debt. Listen, in the name of Jesus, I pray you'll give us self-control and make our finances work for us, not us be controlled by our finances. Listen, what you don't respect, you will eventually lose. 
What you don't respect, you will eventually lose. So if you don't respect the blessing that comes from the Lord, uh, or the finances that he brings you, if you don't honor that and do it well, and you know, balance your checkbook, see, have a budget, have things laid out in your lives, have them in order, then don't expect much more than what you have until you're able to manage what you have and be a blessing. And I believe that's what we can learn today. And when you do and you put your finances in order, you're gonna see all kinds of doors and financial blessings coming your way as well, especially when you learn how to tithe and you learn how to give because the principle of giving is so powerful and so real. It's part of managing your finances. I always say, give 10% to God, keep 10% for yourself to save and invest and then live off of 80% of what you have. If you can do that formula right there, I guarantee you, you'll be blessed, amen? Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We praise you, Lord God. You're such a good God and such a wonderful God. And we just praise you and give you glory and honor this day. And Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that you are number one in our lives, that we surrender our wills to you right now. Let your will be done in our lives, oh God, in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you always provide for every need in our lives. I thank you, Father God, for forgiving us of our sins and cleansing us of all unrighteousness if we've fallen short, Lord God. We just thank you and we praise you for your forgiveness. Father God, help us to always forgive others, never to hold on to any hard feelings, any grudges, uh, any unforgiveness. In the name of Jesus, we forgive them right now and we thank you for lifting that burden. Bless them right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray even now that you'll protect us and guard us and camp your angels around us and get us safely to all the places we have to go to today and bring us back home safely in Jesus' name. And Father God, I thank you that you are greater than any circumstance, that any suffering that we do on this earth is nothing in comparison to the glory that awaits us. Oh, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that that glory will become real, that eternity will become real to us as well in Jesus' name. And Father God, help us to be good stewards of what we have, to not spread ourselves too thin, Father God, but to focus in on the things that are important, the things that really matter. And Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to be great. Father God, help us to be the best that we can be at the areas that we're gifted. We can say no to a lot of things because we've said yes to the right things. So Father, in Jesus' name, help us to be better stewards of our finances, not to be impulsive, not to just want things, Lord God, but to really, Lord God, seek you and to you seek your wisdom and your understanding, my God, that we can be good stewards of the finances you've given us and help us to tithe and to give and to bless your kingdom, oh God, because we know the rewards will be great, we thank you, Father God, and we praise you that we can give you 10%, we can give ourselves 10%, and we can live off 80%. Father, let that, let that work into our hearts and our minds that we can work our finances accordingly to that formula in Jesus' name. And Father God, I pray right now for salvation for those that need Christ right now. Father, for our friends, our family, our colleagues. Thank you, Lord God, for drawing them to the cross right now that they may come to the salvation, to the saving power of Jesus Christ. 
And Father God, I thank you for your healing touch right now. We come against every sickness and every disease. I pray for someone right now is having a heart issue right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing and divine. Your divine power will be loosened upon them and heal that heart right now. That those valves will open up, Lord God, right now in Jesus' name. And we thank and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for those that are bound up in sin and addictions and all kinds of, of issues, Lord God, in pornography. I pray you'll break those chains right now in Jesus' name and set the captive free. We declare that over them. We speak it over them right now in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, what a powerful, powerful anointed time. And you know, I, I close every gathering with the word of God. Today, the word is from Psalms chapter 37, verse five. In God's word, where it says this, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. Mm, he will perform. Come on, somebody. Commit your ways to the Lord. Put your trust in him, and he will take action on your behalf. Mm. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful and marvelous rest of the day. Amen. Look for opportunities to be a blessing and just pour yourself out into others and then God will pour himself out on you. Amen. And remember, when you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.